Hi folks, before we get started, we'd like to take a moment to let you know some of the content on this podcast may not be suitable for some audiences. It's all in good fun, but we just wanted to let you know. So enjoy, have a great time, and on with the show. Previously on the Jay and Dan podcast. We're not that smart right off the top. You're at least the 17th best sports-related podcast on the web. Prostitutes <laughs> are, are more human than any of us, really. They do God's work, frankly. That's the old world's oldest profession. I think you just lie on your side and they rub your bum hole or something. They don't massage the baby? No, no, they don't do that. <laughs> so I got the old four-hander. I had the same kind of experience. I went to the Redondo uh, Pier Amusement uh, Center with my kids. Uh, it is the most terrifying place. You got a forehands massage down there? <laughs> no. They're, they can get like a candle of the Virgin Mary for one of the prizes. What? Holy water. Was this a monastery? <laughs> I don't know. They just had everything left over from like 50 years. I like the idea of you getting a forehand massage from two homeless guys under the Redondo Beach Pier. <laughs> I'm going to pay his mortgage. Ooh, grandma weed, man. I know uh, my grandma really likes getting dead bodies in the box. We sent her one for her birthday last year, and she really appreciated it. It's one of her favorites. Kipper, had a massage, had to think of you to keep the boner juice down. (laughs) Forget sex, buddy. You're listening to the Jay and Dan Podcast. Dance. Dance. What? We're at episode 59? The Jay and Dan Podcast? It is happening. Uh, The Jay and Dan Podcast brought to you by Fox Sports Live every single night at 11 Eastern on Fox Sports 1. It's channel 583 if you've got files. If you've got uh, DirecTV, it's 219. I got to tell you, Dan, for the last week, our show, and I'm not just saying this, Fox Sports Live has been awesome. Like, seriously, it's been great. The last week. What was it before that? Garbage. (laughs) (laughs) Let's be honest. (laughs) <laughs> the show was never what we truly wanted it to be. I'll say it. Um, it was never the show we thought it should be, but we were patient uh, with it. And then eventually they just let us do the show that we used to do in Canada, and that's what we're doing now. Again. Here's the thing. I've said it before. I'll say it again. You try watch the first season or two of Seinfeld or The Simpsons. Impossible. Well, you can do it, but you're right. I, I get your point, Dan. What you're saying is, hey, every show needs some time to uh, figure it out. Katie Nolan. Yeah, well, she's not going to get that time. We're going to speak to Katie a little later. Her uh, new show, Garbage Time. Garbage Time. This Sunday on Fox Sports 1. So that's going to do well. It's going to come out of uh, Soccer Sunday. MLS Soccer Sunday did very well for Fox Sports 1. The MLS, baby, it's on the way up. Hey, very quickly, Ralph Lawler, uh, LA Clippers play-by-play man. Even on the old pod, we used to talk about him and his classic call, Oh, Bill, bye. He's just a wonderful man, and uh, they honored him on Monday night at a Clippers game, and they sent us some of these wonderful T-shirts, Toolsy. Not only is he a legend, when he does play-by-play, he still uses a stick mic. He doesn't use the headphones. He uses the stick mic. So way to go, Ralph. Old man, Toolsy. So we're going to give Vader one T-shirt. <laughs> Way to go, and Pat's going to get nice one. Work. And Botticella's awesome. going to get one. There you go. You guys get T's. And into the Canadian Wall of Fame, Michael J. Fox. Yes. Teen Wolf. Back to the Future. Family Ties. Family Ties. That Doc was a Hollywood. Hit. Family Ties was a hit. That was a staple of the O'Toole household. Ca- one of the few shows we were allowed to watch. Casualties of War, where he watched a woman get raped by several Vietnam soldiers. <laughs> Weird. Um, and what was the White House one he did? Uh, 
The Lighthouse? Spin City? No, The White House. Oh, The White House. Oh, uh, no, it's Spin City. The Lighthouse. It was it Spin, Spin like City? Spin City? No idea. Spin City. Spin City. Oh, it's, yeah. I think it was New York. Wasn't it? Like no, the Spin York. City, Ma- I'm talking about. Yeah, that's the ma- it was the mayor's Mayor, office Mayor's or something. Okay, so it wasn't the yeah. White House. Okay, yeah, I didn't wrong. watch it. Yeah. Well, I thought you said Lighthouse, so I was really confused. Michael J. Fox is Lighthouse Man. <laughs> A lonely Lighthouse Man. No other characters on the show. Is Charlie Sheen on that, too? Sheen took over for Michael J. Fox yeah, oh, when he, he started to come down with the no, Parkinson's, yeah. I believe. Our guest on uh, this week's podcast, you'll be excited about this, is uh, one of the newest members of the Fox family, Holly Saunders, because yeah. Fox is now home to the U.S. Open. U.S. Open Golf Championship. Um, what was that? What was that? <laughs> golf labeled golf hit. That... Oh, let's hear it again. <laughs> Sounds like a guy getting punched. <laughs> he hit one from the fairway. That's a weird one, actually. Yeah. Um, Dan, uh, can, can I quickly mention here a sure. band called the Hextalls? Uh, obviously named after legendary Flyers goaltender and current Flyers GM Ron Hextall, uh, has recorded a song that I think you're going to enjoy. And they have given us permission to play this song. This is the first time this has ever happened on the podcast where we've actually had permission to play a song from a real band. But there's a good reason why they've given us permission. Pat? You're the number one cop on the force, Bobrovsky. Is this available on iTunes? We'll find out. You can find out. (laughs) Yeah. Because I'm sure a lot of people are going to want to download that. That is very cool. The Hextalls band, the Hextalls.bandcamp.com. Available for one dollar there. One dollar. Just one dollar. On $1. iTunes? It one, is there? One well, it's on their website. It's on their website. Go to Buck. And we'll send the link out. Yeah, in we'll a song. Them, at the Hextalls is their Twitter handle. So go follow them. And uh, very cool guys uh, for you guys to do that. That's a good tune. That's a rocking tune. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, you get I that. While you're having pre beers before the bar, you put that on. Yeah, and then you're yeah. ready to go out and fight the f- out of someone. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we were at the at the bar last night, Toolsy. Oh yeah, that was crazy zaniness. We went to uh, Mike Botticello's favorite bar in Santa Monica, Sonny McLean's, yeah. with a bunch of the people we went to Sochi with. A bit of a Sochi reunion. It was. Uh, Julie Stewart Binks was there. We were trying to convince her to be. What do you guys think of this? And this is for all the podcast listeners. I want you to send Julie tweets. I think it's at JSB underscore Fox. I believe. We were trying to convince her that she should be the next Bachelorette. Yes, we were trying to convince her of that. Right? She's I don't think she was candidate. having any part of it, though. She wants yeah. no part of it. So and that's an to... ABC show, too. We need, well, but so is Dancing with the Stars, and that Aaron Andrews does that. Listen, if Fox thinks it's going to raise the profile of their people, they'll put them on whatever, anything. Okay, so I want to do a show on Mundo Fox. Tweet <laughs> <laughs> Julie Stewart-Banks uh, to get her on the, the next Tell day. her she should be the next Bachelorette. Um, but it was a good time. But you were a little bit quiet uh, last night. Uh, something on your mind, maybe? A little something bothering you? You were very quiet last night. I'm going to ask Schrager if he concurs on this one. Schrager was there. I was Silent sitting back enjoying assassin. my company. Yeah, just, you were just taking it all in? Yeah. 
thought maybe you were annoyed at something that was happening there last night. Oh no! Why? What was I annoyed about? <laughs> no, I just I was just wondering. You were just no. very quiet. No annoying. Usually, people. you're the life of the party. No, you're up on the tables, <laughs> showing your junk. <laughs> no, no annoying people were there. Okay. Lifted a few too many. Yeah, maybe you had too many. No, you had your glass of wine. You got to tell everyone your glass. Had your my wine glass of theory. red wine. I don't know if you've seen the study from the University of Calgary. They've determined that one glass of red wine a day is the equivalent of one hour in the gym. Is that the greatest thing ever? So there you go. Now I'm on the red wine train. Jesus, I pray to God that's true. And the thing is, fun time joining me here. (laughs) It doesn't specify how big a glass is. See. So you could just have a like a pint, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like a pint of. But Pinot Noir. it gets rid of like it fights dementia, it fights heart disease, it's all the good things it gets rid of. So start chugging wine. There you go. Crush as much wine as you can, guys. They start drinking at like age six in France. Yeah, well, it's a great country. <laughs> um, Dan, can I bring one other thing up with you? Yeah. Um, we we have a new segment on the show. Uh, it involves you, and it it's basically about the fact... My wife, who's a podcast listener, loves the podcast so much. I told her that you hate hipsters. I do. So we've come up with a new segment called... Dan Hates Hipsters! <laughs> now, why do you hate hipsters so much? Just don't like them. <laughs> 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 but what, why? What is it about hipsters that you don't like? Because I've told you my theory about hipsters and douchebags that when I got divorced, I moved into a hipster neighborhood instead of a douchebag neighborhood because the hipsters are harmless, ultimately. They they're are. kind of annoying, but they're ultimately harmless. And there's always good cheese shops around <laughs> where they live. Where's... These kids have problems, folks. <laughs> I just don't like them laying claim to everything. So, <laughs> so what do you mean, laying claim to what? Like, well, I, I was mentioning with... I was mentioning music the other night. I'm right. like, I, I like, I'm big into Willie Nelson right now. He said, "Oh, the hipsters love that." I'm like, right. I, well, this is it. So we came up with two bands that we said are pretty much hipster proof. Because you you said, "What about Billy Joel?" I said, "Even Billy Joel now, the see, old how, stuff, how right?" You, but no, he's Billy not Joel, cool. Yeah, he, but see, that's the thing. He's cool by virtue of not being like. It's like Steely Dan playing Coachella this year, like. Five, six years ago, people have been like, what? But now it's like, oh, I've always been into Steely Dan. I love pretzel logic or whatever. <laughs> so um, so now, Dan, we, come, we came up with two bands. I couldn't remember the other one. I know one was Nickelback. Yeah, Nickelback. Hipsters Hipster will not go proof, near that. Right? They won't yeah. go near that. It doesn't matter what, how much time passes. Nickelback will never be cool to the hipsters. Do you remember the other band? I can't remember. We came up with two of them. Was it Shania Twain? Uh, Shania Twain would be great. Shania Twain and Nickelback, two Canadian bands I'm in. That's all I'm going to listen to the rest of my so life. So that's it, just those two. Shania's uh, doing her farewell tour. She's and I saw Nickelback. They just did a concert. They are all wearing suits. Have they changed their look? Maybe. Maybe they're switching it up a little bit. So uh, tweet us any other band that the hipsters would not touch. Hipster-proof bands. What, what kind of a society for. are we actually living in? <laughs> 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 Um, no, nothing was bothering me at the bar at all. Schreger said that too because you're quiet. I'm like, I'm just sitting here listening to Robert Lucetich, who we've had on the podcast. He yeah. tells tales, so I get enthralled by. Yeah, them. he he's a talker. He he likes telling tales. He likes to chat. It was uh, Scott Acker. You're gonna go get to Holly, Mike. Right okay, so here we go. Mike's gonna go Mike get did our... not want to leave the room. No, he wanted her to sit in the cage that we hold people in. Yeah. We said, well, can't you just leave during the podcast and get her? Lock the camera off. He's like, Ugh. Mike doesn't like to leave his camera, right? Because 
who knows what could happen to this camera that's <laughs> locked in stationary on this tripod and never has to move. He, he there's no totally reason for – we can talk about him now. There's no reason for Mike to be here. There's that, no reason that for That camera him to be does here. not move. <laughs> We've got Vader on the handheld. Okay. Well, how do we – should we just lock the door, not let him back in? <laughs> there's no lock on it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Mike's great. Can we get a taste of CKDJ before Holly comes Ooh, in? here we go. Yeah, I don't know if we have any new stuff. Ooh. You said there was three minutes left. By the way, people. There was three minutes left last I went through my uh, my uh, treasure trove of things, <laughs> and I used to this. do a commentary on the Fort McMurray radio stations called Dan's Rant. I kept every single oh, one man. of them. Look at these pieces. If you're like, watching the podcast, look at these pieces. This is like the ancient Dead Sea Scrolls. <laughs> like the paper is yellow, and it's uh, like the, the scroll that Jack Kerouac wrote on the road on. I'll give you a little sneak peek. Here's one about John Rocker, if you remember him. <laughs> if John Rocker was an ignored, hyperactive bonehead before he struck it rich, don't think those millions in his pocket are going to change his attitude. With all that money, maybe now he can charm his sister into a date. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Real hard-hitting stuff, Toolsy. Let's hear another one. Well, it's, here's a guy. This is about Rocker, too. Here's a guy who probably dropped out of school in grade three once he found out he could throw a ball. Actually, I'm kind of surprised Rocker could string two sentences together in succession. Succession. You should also know that he's from, the, he's from the deep <laughs> south where marrying your cousin's still encouraged. Wow. This is from a guy who grew up on a pig farm. <laughs> I'm just a pig farmer from Peterborough. So uh, we'll be visiting those uh, throughout the... <laughs> we'll be visiting those. <laughs> but you were making fun of these. You said they're the Dead Sea Scrolls. If... Look at the paper. So these are from 1999 and I'm 2000. impressed with... Actually, I'm actually impressed how good a shape they're in. This was our printer paper in uh, the newsroom in Fort McMurray. That was the printer paper. There you go. Dot matrix. This was... I still remember going on the internet and remember the TSN... Uh, original website where it was like the sky dome yeah it was like a a circle and you was like made to look like guys sitting around a circle wasn't it isn't that i think it was? it was made to look like the sky dome i don't know i forget but uh that that oh, those were the days <laughs> let's bring on our uh, our guest for the week and uh, we're, we're very excited to have her on the show she is uh, one of the newest members of the fox family she'll be covering golf for fox she'll be doing nfl sideline work as well we're going to talk to her about that it's holly saunders everybody come holly on in, saunders holly, the come on in holly oh, holly walking hello holly <laughs> holly it's lovely to meet you nice to meet you holly come on have a seat we've got a uh, got a head phones for you here. You were you, need to dress were you just up. doing yoga? You're like in yoga pants? I was laying down in the the, the avocado room. Actually. Just chilling out, yeah. waiting for us to but get our together. But you sh- just full of people being loud and stuff. No one was in there? No. Oh. I had my own room. Nice work. Great. Well, now tell us what you're doing here right now. You're shooting promos for U.S. Open. We actually uh, were just rehearsing with our new crew because everybody, I mean, we've met each other before. We never worked together before. So tell so. us about that. So you're watching off a monitor and you're and you're throwing yeah, back and pretty forth much. kind of thing? Yeah, and everything with golf, even if you mess up. It's okay because everything's beautiful in golf. And, That's right. And uh, they just show a bubbling brook or something, you know. So it's all good. Um, Brad Fax and Corey Pavin, uh, PGA Tour winners, uh, major winners. 
Who else? Tell us who else is on the team. Joe. That Buck. was it. Was just us here today. Oh, just you three. Yeah, the three of us here today, okay. and then Greg Norman is also part of the team, and Joe wow. Buck and Julie Inkster. So we put together quite a squad. Look at you guys. Mm-hmm. We we asked Joe big. Buck when he was on what uh, if Greg Norman smelt like money. He said yes. He smells like rich leather. <laughs> like rich. He mahogany. smells like Drakkar. Drakkar Noir. Like old leather bound uh, books. But you you bring up a good point about golf. Yeah, there's a. There's a lot of things you have to fill. You can show a babbling brook, and you could show it for a couple Mm -hmm. minutes if you wanted, but there is a lot of airtime to fill in golf. A lot. There's a lot. For the U.S. Open, we were just talking about it. I think we're going to be on from 9 a.m. to about 9 p.m. Wow. Wow. So that's a long time. We need programming on our network, Holly. (laughs) Part of it's on FS1, and then the uh, the latter half is on. So what what goes into that? What goes into your prep? Do you just have a, a stack on every single player? You have to watch every week. That's the thing. Yeah. you, you got to know what the players are doing, who's hurt, who's playing. It's like any other sport, except um, golf is very individual. So it And it's 18 different holes. So if something really goes wrong, like Rory McIlroy threw his club in the water that was great. over the weekend, was awesome. you're going to know about it. Something like that happened. Do you th- subscribe to Dan's and my theory that um, golf should be 13 holes? I say 12. Okay. Even and when better. I was on yeah. Golf Channel, people got so angry at me because I said because I wasn't a traditionalist. Tra- and then Jack Nicholas goes out and tries to do it. He, he set up a tournament with the, that was 12 holes long. It didn't go over very well, but he <laughs> tried it and he tried to make the holes a little bit bigger. So okay, I don't that's know. A, that's golf a weird just one. takes too long. To it me, does. It's too much Recreational golf takes too long. I'm so glad to hear you say that because we felt that for so long. Once you get to hole 14, 15, 16, you're like, let me get in for beers. Right <laughs> well, who else has? You know, six hours on a Saturday to say, hey, honey, you know, I haven't seen you all week. I've been working, but exactly. I'm going to take off. You right. handle the kids. Like, it just doesn't happen. No, it doesn't happen. How do you like it? You came from Golf Channel to yes. Fox so far. Your impressions of working for this company. Go. I love it. Nice. I love it. I still kept the house in Orlando because the realtor said I'd lose, like, 70 grand, even if I sold for maximum value. Everybody's still underwater in Florida. Fair so enough. I have the house there, and I fly here. And a lot of the courses uh, this year for the USGA are on this coast. So I'm probably just going to spend weeks out here. So wait, so you're not living here permanently? Not permanently. Would you consider moving out here permanently? Yes. Are you thinking about it? Yes. Okay. But I would get killed right now if I sold my house in Florida. So Fair enough, fair so enough. So as soon no, as that You know what you do? Airbnb. That's where you make money off of. You rent your house out <laughs> to drifters. A bed and breakfast. No, Airbnbs where <laughs> you drifters. You, you Holly, drift. rent your house to drifters. <laughs> this is our advice. It doesn't. It, it's a vacation <laughs> rental site. So yes, you'll okay. have people living in your home, possibly destroying it, but you'll make some good coin off them. So you're saying to rent, to yes, rent it out, rent it, it out. out. Yeah. Because I'm going to get a call that like a toilet's overflowing or something's going wrong. That's, I, I you know what? that's my then luck. Rent it out, but on the rental thing, just say toilet may overflow. That's your. <laughs> <laughs> Are we allowed to say that? Yeah, you can swear all you want. I didn't know that. Absolutely. Yeah. <gasps> Nobody, no one, no one at Fox listens to this. Really? Yeah, no one. We've been saying a lot of. Although our boss did say words. if this was on TV, we would have been fired years That's ago. That's actually a good. And point. we've only been here a year and a half, <laughs> so I don't know how we've been fired years ago. Actually, okay, Holly. so what's the deal? Now you guys stay here all night, and you go do Fox Sports Live. Is that how it goes? Correct. Do? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so you get in. Like, how long is your day? It's probably 14 hours. I mean, in between research. No, it's like five. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, what are you doing? <laughs> 14 hours? Yeah. We uh, put in it, Canada, it was four. Y- you mentioned you were lying on the couch. We put in a request for softer couches because those are rock hard. It's like lying on the cement. Oh, I liked it. Really? I liked it, yeah. I'm about to get on a plane for, for five hours. So you're so. heading back to Orlando now. 
I'm going to New York City now. NYC, actually. what's yeah. happening? Freezing. There? My husband lives there. Okay, Eric fair lives enough. there. So, so wait a minute. Your husband lives in NYC. You have a house in Orlando, mm-hmm. and you are spending a lot of time. It's out like here. a triangle. We got to figure this out. We, maybe we. I'm all, always on a plane. How about just KC? Maybe you meet in the. My middle. parents <laughs> live in Columbus. That's like oh, there Columbus, you go. Ohio. Okay, so it's kind of in the middle, but it's it's a mess. And you're going to be doing uh, NFL sideline stuff, right? Yes. Okay, talk about this. Is this something you always wanted to do? Are you excited? I about think football is everything. You guys know that in America, football is king and uh i'm excited for the exposure and just a new experience because golf is so quiet yeah and football's so different but we might do it different at fox is cletus part of the golf coverage for sure the our robot, big robot you know, that big fox robot. i hope so oh I, I i was like thinking about it like if somebody like bogeys or something is he gonna like crush yeah, them i love like, that he takes rory mcelroy and like choke what if you if you make a bogey you get one digit cut off <laughs> <laughs> and then throughout the round, like you know, like guys what does Tiger all, get? No. If Tiger finishes last again, what does he get? His gets his penis cut off. <laughs> Probably should have happened a long time ago, Holly. I think it might have back already. in the Waffle House days. So here's a legit question, <laughs> Perkins. Whenever Fox, sorry, Brad, whenever Fox takes over anything, Perkins. people think we're gonna screw it up because we're Fox. When Fox there first got the on. NFL, they said, "Oh, Homer Simpson's gonna be in the booth." Awesome. You know, you're part of the coverage. Are we going to play it really, really safe because people are thinking this, or are we going to try new things? I think we'll try new things. Okay. We're still going to keep the traditional aspect of golf because that's who's watching yeah. for the most part, but I think Joe and Greg are going to do it differently, and it's going to be hipper. I and like the technology is different. You're going to feel like you're there, and you're actually going to feel like you can hear the ball hitting the bottom of the cup, and you're standing in the fairway because mm-hmm. Fox does HD like nobody else. So if Tiger's not there... If Rory's stinking it up, mm-hmm. give us a reason to watch. Because right now, it, you've seen our coverage on Fox Sports Live. Yeah. If Rory's not in it, then we aren't showing any we golf highlights. Because, because yeah. we aren't grasping on to any other players right now. I learned a golf channel, and I saw the ratings. I mean, Tiger isn't the needle. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he doesn't move the needle. He is the needle. Like, yeah. he's, he's everything. Even if he's not playing, what's the first thing we talk about? Why isn't Tiger playing? Right. So Tiger Woods needs to get back on the golf course. I don't know the condition of his body. Uh, I'm more concerned with his mind right now. What about yeah. Jordan Spieth? Is he the next great American hope? He's a great kid, and he's a great player, but he's not polarizing like Tiger Woods. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, uh, he's not like a John Daly. He's not going to get awesome. you out of your seat, right? John Daly's awesome. He is? He's, he's a great guy. You've hung out guy. with him? He is. I played in two different programs with him. Oh, wow. Two different years. And How he, many hot dogs did he crush over the he course didn't, of the He didn't. He didn't. He actually, um, during one of them in North Carolina, he started his own pizza company, and he had pizzas delivered to the entire group. That's he's nice. always trying new ventures. And that's nice. He's got a lot of alimony to pay. Yeah. yeah. That's the only five thing. different wives. So he's got five. Wife. I think he's on his fifth. Holy but wow. you know what? He's got some vices, but nice guy. Like, I almost feel bad for him. Well, his vices now are diet coke and darts, right? And just cigarettes. <laughs> that should and be the title pants, of the autobiography. There's loud mouth pants. Yeah. Well, he's making money for that company. He's he put is. them on the map. Diet so. coke is, and he darts. Is. And he's got a golf course in Niagara Falls. He does? He does? Yeah. That's news to me. I didn't know that. Wow. Uh, John Daly's like wa- raging <laughs> is waters. It like a, is it really? Is it yeah. like a mini golf course? Uh, Patrick's going to look that up or Mike's going to look it up. <laughs> raging what? <laughs> it sounds like a water park. <laughs> he it does have like a golf course. like an adult water park. Uh, so you're doing sidelines. You're yeah. doing golf for us, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else you'd like to Thundering do? Thundering waters like to, right there. Would you like to do a morning show here? You did a morning show at Golf Channel. Would you? Was that excruciating for you, getting up every day, having to 
like I did a morning show. I, I hated those hours so much. It was crazy. Yeah. Like for three, you know, for three years, getting up at 3 a.m., you it's don't really worst. have a life. Because you have a producer. Ours would get in at midnight, so they go to bed at 5 p.m. I yeah. mean, that's not a life. No, no I would exactly. just wing it and go to bed at 11 and just hope that I survive. Wild. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and then they moved us to the weekends because the show moved to seven days a week. So every Friday to Sunday, I was waking up at 3 a.m. Oh, And I was God. 24, 25 years old then. So just all my friends are like wild calling times me. for you. Yeah. 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 But it's all worth it. Tell us the difference between Florida and California. I know there's humidity in Florida, mm. but with regards to the people, uh, everything like that. <laughs> I haven't spent that much time in California yet, but Florida, yes, the weather is warmer. Mm-hmm. My hair sucks in Florida, mm. like sucks in Florida. It's better out here. Um, it's okay. more consistent out here, and it rains a lot in Florida, especially in the summer. It's miserable. Um, the people... Oh, they're about the same. There's there's a lot more people walking around with like bad plastic surgery in Florida. But a lot in of fl- weird whoa, whoa, things. In Florida, there's more people yes. with bad plastic surgery? Yes. See, I is. would have thought we would have won that hands down. No, they, they go over the top. Like okay. Miami. Here, like, it's good plastic surgery. Yeah, Miami. It's better. It's better. Well it's done. Better. <laughs> yes. Slightly better. Miami, uh, I've spoken about it on this podcast. I went there once. I'll never return because everything bad about people is there. <laughs> Everybody. So many Cuban Americans shutting off the podcast. No, not right now. no. It's just like <laughs> people have got the the Prada shoes, the Prada pants, the Prada belt, the the gold Lamborghini. It's just enough. In it's Miami, too much. Yes. Oh, it's flashy. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Beverly Hill. Have you been to Beverly Hill? No, I do not go there. It's oh. a different vibe, though. It is a different vibe. <laughs> <laughs> You're sheltering yourself. That doesn't go to L.A. per se. I don't. I live out in the beaches. Uh, okay, Holly, we want you. So here's what we want to leave you with as we say goodbye. We want you to rent out your Orlando place to drifters on Airbnb. <laughs> that was number one. <laughs> we all agree that golf should be 12 holes. Uh, we wish you uh Best of luck with U.S. Open. You're going to kick ass. And best of luck on the NFL sidelines this year. Thank We're you. Will so you have glad. me back? Can I come back? Are you kidding? Anytime. Anytime. I would love town. to. I think you guys are fantastic. I think Thank you're you, really, Holly. really funny. Thank you very much. Wow, thanks. It's I a do. Pleasure. Good, pleasure. Good luck with your nap in the avocado room. Yeah. <laughs> it's on a plane. Now, this yeah. is the awkward point because we, yeah. we kind of just ended. Oh, you expect get... you to walk out. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We don't know how to do it. <laughs> just how did you do it on morning drive? How did you kick guests off the set? Oh, you could go to commercial break. Yeah, we went to break, like uh, normal. Yeah, we, we don't have commercials. That's fine. I'll be back. I'm, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> just drop That's it. great. Thanks, Holly. Thank you so much. Great nice meeting you. Nice to meet you. you. Thanks again. What's that? Uh, let me see. Buy What's me your brunch? shirt? What's it say? Yeah. Buy me brunch? Huh. I do like that. That's I'd prefer a Perkins shirt, though, next time. <laughs> <laughs> I like that Perkins, by the way. That's weird. Did you... They s- tore it down. Oh, after they tore the happened? Perkins down? Maybe he is there we a go. part of it. Don't the things you learn. Thanks, Holly. Bye, Holly. Holly Thanks Saunders, again. everybody. Holly Saunders. We have heavy doors. Take care. That was a nice person. Bad. That was lovely. Yes, she's That's very great. nice. That, that literally was the first time we ever met her. Yep. When yep. she walked into this room. She couldn't have been nicer. No, that's no. what we expected. Uh, Robert Lucetich spent some time with her. Again, he's yep. been on the podcast. So she's great. Wonderful person. Great person. Yeah. So again, uh, you, you'll be watching the U.S. Open on Fox across North America. So yes, you'll be able to see that in Canada. That's too. right. Yes, we're exactly. the only ones who have it. You'll be able to see Holly on, on TV in, in Canada, unlike Dan and I, whom you'll never get to see again. That's all good. It's probably for the best. Yeah. We are garbage now. <laughs> Sorry, I got a burp. <laughs> <laughs> Let's call Shrags and get uh, 
to the bottom of uh, this whole thing with Dan last night at the bar, what was wrong well, with Shregs Dan. Well, Shregs was pretty concerned about it. Shregs is worried, and, and so am I. And I think we all need to get to it. But before we do... Uh, Sit up, engineer, Jim. Well, actually, Jim, mm-hmm. before we get to you, I, we have a segment, a popular segment by popular demand. Back by popular back demand. On the, back on the podcast. Dan's oh. favorite segment. <laughs> all right. How come I never had a say in this? Email Chain Theater. Here Email we go. Email Chain Theater. Check your inbox. <laughs> now this is, we have this recorded. Yep. This yeah. is yes. uh, an exchange between Peter and Mike Botticello. Yep. Peter Schrager and Mike Botticello. If I only had a brain featuring Peter Schrager and Mike Botticello. What the f***? <laughs> Chris Penn, Reservoir Dogs. That was a comical photo of a cool character from a badass movie. A far cry from Hollywood's classic Touche, I suppose. I was kidding. Hope you're not seriously upset, bud. I'm over it, but Italians never forget this type of And welcome to Email Chain Theater. At two, Brute. Was I just sandbagged into Email Chain Theater? Welcome to the big show. Oh, dear. <laughs> Better leave off my true thoughts on Vader's film work. Fellini? That was a bit much. More like the kid with the camcorder in American Beauty. That's more you. That's a pretty good line. That makes Muldowney that plastic bag just whipping in the wind. Symbolic, but yet sensible in a literal sense, too. Email chain theater. Check your inbox. That's the worst. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I don't respond to his emails. That was a follow-up to Pete's letter last week. That's why I do not respond to Mike's emails, because he sends them trying to start an email chain. He does. No, no, he no. does. Uh, but in that case, he was successful with Pete. And I think a lot of our listeners are pretty happy to have Email Chain Theater back on email the Email Chain Theater. <laughs> Check your inbox. Here's a big update. Can we hear a little sketch? You hear this drop on the show all the time. Lil Sketch. Guess what? We have secured the rights. Again, that was a fake band. Yeah. That was fake band or real band. Yeah. That was a fake band. We have secured the rights to lilsketch.com. That's it. What are you going to do with LilSketch.com? So uh, send us your ideas what we should do with LilSketch.com. <laughs> oh, no, Jim, Jim, before you call Schreger, let's get, let's get Jim's story first. So uh, yep. I believe that we're going to have a, a fake DJ. Because yeah. Lil Sketch is going to be a DJ. Yeah. He'll have a oh. worldwide tour. And maybe we'll even have a Lil Sketch video. Maybe. That should have been the email chain theater. You're like, I got LilSketch.com. Yeah. We're like, what are, we, what are you going to do with it? You're like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it should have been. Lil Sketch. Jim, oh, Jim, before you call Katie, uh, we have a quick... Uh, we wanted to either talk about Zevon. Oh, yeah. Or Star Trek The Next Generation, <laughs> yeah. which you both worked on or with. I yes. saw a lot of requests for Zevon. Let's talk Zevon. How did this happen? You worked with Warren uh, Zevon for the kids who don't know. Uh, just phenomenal musician, singer, songwriter. He's the guy who did the song, you know, Werewolves of London, and he did... Uh, Rolling the Thompson Gunner and a lot of other really great songs. Guy's a brilliant guy. Letterman was a huge fan. Huge fan, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I worked on the last album that he did before he passed away. I worked on The Wind. And uh, he was literally dying of cancer while we were doing the record. Oh, man. And um, I worked on, uh, I don't know, three or four songs, uh, Disorder in the House and Prison Grove and... Uh, the wind, uh, also did, uh, knocking on heaven's door, which we cut live. We actually did it at, uh, Billy Bob's studio at his house 
and it was great. We had Steve Gorman from the Black Crows play yeah. drums on it. We were it. just talking about it. It was last great. Week. Yeah. yeah. And a great experience. And you, I know you said he was obviously really sick, but what, what was he like as a person? What was he? Oh, he had the greatest sense of humor. Like, really, really witty, really funny. And, you know, like, uh, uh, one of his doctors was telling him, hey, you know, look, you need to consume foods with fats and stuff like that. So, you know, he would purposely order, like, Chili cheese fries and, you know, triple cheeseburger, like just get the craziest greasy stuff. And, you know, he didn't really go hog wild on it, but he would do it to mess with everybody, you know, all the time. <laughs> He's a really, really funny guy. And uh, when we when we were recording Prison Grove at uh, Sun, we did it at Sunset Sound, which is a real famous studio in L.A., you know. Zeppelin and Hendrix and Janis Joplin and all these great artists recorded there. Prince did, I think, his first couple records there. In any event, um, the band was was unbelievable. It was uh, Jim Keltner on drums, who's a very famous studio drummer. Ry Cooter was playing guitar. David Lindley, who was Jackson Brown's guitarist, was playing lap steel. And it was the first time that Cooter and Lindley had played together since I think the last Warren Zevon record or something like that that they had done like 25 years ago. Wow. And the bass player was uh, Jorge Calderon, and he was also producing it. And um, Jorge's the guy that brought me into it with with Billy Bob because Billy and Warren Zevon were, were best friends. And it was, a, it was an amazing session, and, you know, literally the tears are flowing. Warren's playing piano and singing and we're cutting the track live and you know everyone's kind of out in the studio bawling their eyes out cuz they know this is it yeah, you know yeah and uh um uh T-Bone Burnett was in the studio next door and he heard us recording so T-Bone came over and he sang backgrounds on the record uh Dwight Yoakam came by um Jackson Brown was there Billy Bob was there and it it was an amazing experience. Uh, Bruce Springsteen sang on the record with him. Wow! And uh, Springsteen, um, they did that at a later time. I wasn't there for that session, but it, it was it was unbelievable. If you get a chance to check out some of those old Zevon records, yeah, and uh, and check out the wind. Um, we won uh, a Grammy for best contemporary folk album for that. Not so too shabby. That wasn't right. too bad. Nice. Yeah, not too yeah. shabby. Not too shabby. What yeah. year was that? Oh, uh, I think it was 2000 and it was like six years ago or something. I think it was like 2008 or two. When did he pass? Uh, he passed bef before the record came out. He, really? Yeah. Yeah. It's brutal. He, yeah. It was really sad. Um, all right. Uh, we're going to transition from that. Sorry to be so down, but it no, was a beautiful hey, experience. I like, I like it. I like it. And uh, somebody tweeted a photo of me with Warren at the console in Sunset Sound. I didn't even know. I had never seen it before. It oh, was really? from like a VH1 special. Oh, really? And it was really cool. So thank you, everybody who was tweeting about that. It was really cool. So I thanks. sent a couple of emails to you, Mike, about... Mm -hmm. Did I? Yeah. Stuff, various stuff. Do you have those? I forget. Cause yeah. Someone is upset. Is. Okay, we want to get Shredder on the phone. Katie Actually, let's get Katie Shredder. on the phone first. Let's go Katie. We'll get yeah. Katie Nolan uh, Sorry. as she uh, gets ready to debut her new Sorry, show. Sorry, am I messing you up, Mike? Like a helicopter here, yeah. I know. Sorry. Garbage but, time. you know, I got to stay by my camera. 
So I, uh, I heard that. I was in the hallway. Oh, there's a, there's oh, a speaker out did? there. Yeah. It's no secret oh. you don't touch that camera. It doesn't oh. move. No, not at all. Oh. But I just like to, oh. you know, be involved. That Ooh, this is awkward. Be at the now. ready. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, this is this more isn't awkward than we have to fill till we get Katie on the. Let's hear what we got here, Patrick. So I did. I, I was obviously out for a week or two. I think this stuff is new. Okay. We haven't done it, it yet, okay. but. That's here at Algonquin, the students. They uh, hopefully do a good job. I haven't seen any of the results. But they're open Mondays, 1 p.m. to 4, and Tuesdays, 8 till 12, real cheap. You can get your hair cut for 3 bucks, a shampoo or a style for $1, and a beard trim for a low, low price of only $1. So you might want to catch them. They are in the A block as well, room a one two four. What is this? Is the beauty school <laughs> at your the college? Students, the students' beauty school. <laughs> oh These are the CKDJ tapes. When I was learning to become a broadcaster, wait, by the way, wait, wait, I just wait. brought in about uh, ten new tapes. Wait, are you saying you went to broadcasting school in the same school that there was a beauty college? No, there's everything. Algonquin, you, the mechanics, everything. <laughs> beauty school. <laughs> is this a high school? No, it was a uh, one-stop shop. Do you we have, have Katie Nolan on the line? Joining me here. Katie, tell us what you're up to right now. You're days away from the premiere of Garbage Time on yeah, Sunday night. Super exciting. Uh, at the moment, I'm sitting uh, alone in the office. Uh, everybody's kind of gone home for the day, but we spent the day uh, trying to plan out the first episode. So things should be pretty solidified by, you know, Sunday when it airs. Katie, how are the nerves at this point? Because uh, you've got your own show. Your, your name's on it. Yeah, it's um, it's a little nerve-wracking. Um, it's sort of getting to the point where it's real because, you know, the, the Big East tournament's happening, and apparently Fox Sports 1's just running the promos on a loop uh, because they keep getting tweets about, like, oh, you've got a show. So um, it's real, and I think I've reached the point where I can't back out. So <laughs> no, no, you can still back go. out. You can still back out, Katie. You yeah, could do it. I oh, might. Yeah. It's, don't tell me that. No, no. But seriously, now you shot something with, I love the picture. It was you and Peter Schrager. You shot something not necessarily, is it going to air on Garbage Time this Sunday, or is that that's for something different, what you no, shot? No, it was, um, we filmed like a fake pilot episode because we wanted to do a couple run-throughs. Right. And uh, Schrager is the best, obviously. <laughs> and he came by just to walk through and film an episode that probably won't ever see the light of day. Don't you think, though, that that probably should see the light of day, knowing that you and Dan and I are all such big Schrager fans? I mean, and all the podcast listeners are, too. Yeah, I think it should. I think eventually it will. I just have to run it by him because we <laughs> we told him to dress down so he didn't show up in a suit. And you could tell that Schrager does not dress down. He's got two modes. It's like sweatpants Schrager yeah. or full suit Schrager. So he just looked like he he bought a shirt on the way here. <laughs> he didn't look very comfortable in it. Uh, that is Peter Schrager to a T. Katie Nolan, so your show's on Sunday nights on Fox Sports 1. It's a half-hour show at 9.30 Eastern. What can people expect? What are they going to see if they tune in? Oh, that's a great question that I should probably know the answer to. Uh, well, this week we have uh, the guest we know for sure. We, uh, we have um, Adam Carolla is oh the God. guest. That's fantastic. Yeah, so we sat down and chatted like about his new movie and you know his relationship with sports. Did you know his middle name on his license is Lakers? What? Yeah. Can you, like, is it like a 
personalized license plate? Can you pick your own middle name? No, in he just. Oh yeah, you guys don't know how America works. No. Um, I guess when he was younger, he didn't have a middle name. His parents just didn't give him one. So when he was like filling out his thing for his license, he just wrote Lakers, and they never fact checked it, and so it just says Lakers. That's very Amazing. cool. Pretty I have weird. to do that. I have to do so that. So you've got Corolla. You've, yep. uh, you've got probably no filter on there. Yeah, we've got we, you do a little bit of a filter. I mean, the guy talked for 45 minutes. We had to cut it down to a five-minute interview. I mean, it's TV. We've got segments. We've got timing. He's, and he's like a steamroller. Like, can you, can you get a word in edgewise oh, with no. that guy? No. No, yeah, you can't. I tried. Um, but you'll see. It's pretty hard. He sort of just goes on these tangents. I felt bad for our editor because we had him just, like, edit down so much footage to something short. But I think we got something pretty good. He's a really fun, really nice guy. So that was pretty awesome to get a recognizable name for show number one. I think it's fantastic. And so will it be uh, kind of monologue style off the top? And, and I understand you're going to be doing some out on the street pieces, which I think will be amazing. I think you'll excel at that. Is that kind of what you're going for? Thanks, Jay. Very nice of you. That's true. Um, yeah, monologue stuff off the top. There's going to be sort of like ranty, you know, picking one topic, two and diving into it. Um, then we're either going to have Schrager and talk football, oh or we're going to have uh, Vin Parisi from Fox Sports, who does uh, college basketball. Um, we're going to have, you know, discussions there. And then I don't know if we're going to have any field pieces for the first episode, but we definitely will uh, coming up. I think I have a, a day next week. I'm going out to the Rangers to learn how to drive a Zamboni, which oh is God. a lifelong goal of mine. That oh is my, my dream as a Canadian. I always, I've never even stepped foot on a Zamboni. That is amazing. Yeah, I'm very excited. Do you need the license uh, with the fake middle name to drive the Zamboni? I think so. I think I do, um, but I don't have it, so we're just going to kind of fake it. Okay, so this Sunday, 9.30 Eastern, Garbage Time with Katie Nolan, Fox Sports 1, and every Sunday after that. Um, Katie, we wish you the best of luck. Uh, we broke the news here on the podcast. <laughs> By mistake. Uh, by mistake. Uh, uh, but we're so excited about the show coming up. And uh, we'll, maybe we'll check in with you next week, see how the first episode went. How about yeah, that? Yeah, if I'm still alive, I would love to chat with you guys. You, you will still be alive. Patrick, hey. Patrick wants me to ask you something. I was just going to say, also follow at Garbage Time on Twitter, and it's on Facebook as well. Right. Oh, yeah, do that, because, you know, Patrick loves to interact with the with the youths on the Twitter. Oh, yeah, or or, or go back and forth with Richard hey. Deitch when they both had too many drinks. Hey, Katie, just a heads up. We were talking at the start of the, the show how Fox Sports Live has just gotten to where we like it now. So uh, you can have a, a year and a half to play with your show until it gets the way you want it, okay? You have a year and a half. That's it. That's perfect. I think I can get it done in that time. I'm happy to hear that. Sounds okay. good, Katie. Best good of luck, luck, Katie. Thank you, guys. Katie Nolan. Nolan. Oh, no draw? Katie Nolan. There it is. Patrick Muldowney. Nice That's huge. Uh, so we wish her Let's the best of luck. Let's get Pete Schrager on We're all now. very big fans. So make sure you, you tweet her something. Say, best of luck, Katie, because she reads everything like we do. And that, that'll mean a lot to her that, uh, that you're rooting for yeah. for this to succeed. Send her some kind uh, kind words on Twitter. Um, Mike, uh, you, just a couple yeah, of emails of I sent you. Sorry, I just want to get this a little... Yeah, follow-up from last week. This is from Ryan Murphy at RC Murph. Uh, just so you know, Frank D'Angelo already rented out a theater to showcase No Deposit, and I was there. It was... Wow. <laughs> <laughs> God, what I would have done to yeah, be we, there. We played that trailer last week of oh. No Deposit, so there. I, I'm glad that people follow up. I and, yeah, and we got that from... M.M. Uh No shout-out on the pod for sending the Frankie D'Angelo clip. 
So sorry. Sorry, MMMiot. Sorry about that. There you go. You got the but, shout out. Now. Yeah, thanks. There you go. Thank you very much for that. We really appreciate it. Tools that should be Can we get a shot of Jim's hair right now? Look at this. Right. How about Jim? Looks like a mouth scientist. How about Jim in general? <laughs> bent over the control board there. Yeah, we we should point out that Jim's been working all day on our uh, on our tournament coverage stuff because everything Big East tournament, every single thing, every feature that uh, gets put on our network and on Big Fox comes through here. Uh, so he's been uh, working his tail off, and we were lucky enough to get in here. So Jim, we thank you very much for squeezing us in. This is a uh, thank you. It's Jim. my pleasure. My pleasure. Anytime. Yeah, you know guys. what. We 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 brought in some tequila, so why don't we all have? Yeah, he said a long day. Yeah, sure. just a just a couple of tipples. Yeah. Uh, do we have Shregs on? Shreger, Peter oh. Shreger on the line. Shreger, we just had Katie Nolan on, and she said that you have two styles of dress: either dressed up Shreger or sweatpants Shreger. Is that true? Yeah, you guys saw it in Sochi. I would wear shorts <laughs> around twenty degree weather. Look, I- <laughs> I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a sports writer. What do you think I am, wearing Armani? Uh, no, I've got a lovely, nice, casual look, and that is what I do. And Katie said, dress casually. Well, I came in wearing my best denim shirt when we met, and uh, she wasn't having it. She was like, whoa, Shregs, come on. I thought it was a good-looking denim shirt. Uh, you know, I bought Canadian it at a, a local store. I was really proud of myself, but clearly not the fashion uh, of a young Katie Nolan. I didn't fit the bill. Peter so you Schrager, did- you're currently in L.A. right now. What are you yeah. doing here? Where are you? Oh, yeah, I'm in a dump. It's the uh, <laughs> what they call the, L- the LAX airport. Oh, <laughs> get ready to hop uh, on a plane back out east. No, I'm going to Oregon. I'm going to the Marcus Mariota Pro Day in oh. Eugene, oh. Oregon tomorrow. We're going to watch him yep. throw. I'm going to talk to all my GM buddies. We're going to see what this kid is really made of. And it's been a wild few days, but I wanted to talk about Katie Nolan briefly. Uh, yeah, had yeah. Me in. We had, a, we had a great little like interaction. We did a little test show of what she, her pilot is. And I got to say, Katie Nolan did a media tour unlike any I've ever seen. I think Barack Obama's done less interviews than Katie Nolan this week. It's and true. she is ready to go. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And the one I liked most was she did a uh, podcast with the guys from Awful Announcing, and I listened. And I just think, I think this show is going to be a hit, and I'm so excited for Katie. And if anyone can listen to that podcast, I thought that was the best media she did. And uh, they got to the core of the show. Uh, guys, I think our network is ready for the Katie Nolan experience. Let's go. I yes. agree. I agree 100%. We're rooting for it. It's going to be a good show. Pete, you were here last night. Uh, we were so excited. We all met the old Sochi gang. You, me, Robert Lucetich, Julie Stewart-Banks. We were talking about it. We're trying to get her to be the next Bachelorette. Uh, tweet Julie. Tell her she needs to be the next Bachelorette. And, Pete, you and I both noticed that Toolsy was a little down, seemed a bit dour uh, at, at the bar, um, almost not really himself. What was your take on it? Multiple occasions, I would look across the bar, and usually I have a nice glint in my eye, and I see, I, we connect. I mean, he's got beautiful eyes, and yep. we look at each other, and there's like a smile, a grin, a, a playful flirt between friends. Sure. There was nothing last night. I looked across that table, and Dan O'Toole was not having it. He looked a little bit off, and I don't know if it's because, you know, uh, the Winnipeg Jets are losing. I have no <laughs> idea what's going on in his life and what the hockey world is dictating, but Dan was off, and... I thought maybe, maybe when we were pushing Julie Stewart-Binks to go on The Bachelor, Dan didn't think it was a wise idea. Maybe he's concerned about Julie's mm. safety, but he was too much of a gentleman to speak up and say, no, that's not a good idea. You know what? That's true, Pete, because I Dan always does look out for Julie Stewart-Binks. Shreg, so what's it been like being out in L.A. this time? Will we ever convince you uh, to move you and your lovely wife, Erica, out here full-time? Yes. Yes, give me a show. You get a show, and it's the Peter Schrager Hour, and it's me and you guys, 
and we sit around and talk about Applebee's and Olive Garden, and then uh, we talk about Jay going to town on himself in a first-class flight. I mean, all this stuff is all possible, guys. It just has to be the right situation. Oh, yeah, and oh, yeah, by the way, Fox has to actually ask me to move out there. So, hey, everything's on the table. I love what I do. I love New York. But when I'm with you guys, there's a certain energy in the air. Except last uh, night. it's a <laughs> uh, Shregs, we love getting your insider knowledge because, uh, as everyone knows, you are our Fox Sports 1 NFL insider. So these pro days, lead us through this. It, because That's a good question. It's kind of a strange situation, and especially yesterday what occurred. With what? I'm sorry. I missed with what the situation was. I'm sorry. <laughs> no one's showing up. No one's showing up to where? What do you oh, mean? Oh, to Pro Day because because uh, of free agency. Uh, gotcha. NFL free agency. Sorry, guys. When I'm in the airport and I've got screaming kids around me yelling things and no. the parents are letting them walk around barefoot, I mean, what can I do? I think anyway, it's just a poorly uh, worded question. Anyway, yeah. we're at the UCLA Pro Day, and this guy, Brent Hundley, is supposed to be the third quarterback taken, maybe the fourth quarterback taken in the draft. In a typical year, you'd have a big turnout for this. You'd have every GM, every head coach. So Joel Klatt and I went, gang shower Joel Klatt, yeah. We go, and it's oh, like a deserted oh. island. We show up, like, are we at the right place? Brett Hundley's going through his drills. There's this awkward moment where he's like, do you guys want to interview me? And we're like, oh, I, I guess we'll interview you. You're here, and we're here. Uh, the fact of the matter is it was scheduled the same exact time that free agency opened, and we had three major trades. Everyone on the media side was worried about that, and everyone on the front office side from all the teams that would usually be at a pro day was there. So it was poorly timed, and if you add in the fact that Jameis Winston and Marcus Mariota both threw at the Combine a couple weeks ago when I actually called you guys and we had a good chuckle or two. But those two guys threw, and usually the quarterback top ones do not throw at the Combine. Brett Hundley took a backseat there. He took a backseat yesterday at his pro day. I'm not sure anyone's actually talked about Brett Hundley this entire draft process, and yesterday did him no favors because no one was watching. So on your draft board, where's Hundley going? That's a good question. I've got him going late second round, early third round. I just don't think he's got the it factor to start right out of college. And if that's the case, you can't draft a guy first round if you don't plan on playing him right away. So, Shregs, uh, crazy day in the NFL yesterday and today. Lots of crazy stuff. Out of all the stuff that happened, I know this is kind of hard to narrow it down. Was there one move or one thing that happened where you're like, I did not see that coming at all? Yeah, the one thing that I did not see coming at all was this situation with the quarterbacks with Philadelphia and St. Louis because this was discussed weeks ago, like, hey, this might be a trade, we'll get some picks involved. And then I was told from sources on both sides of St. Louis and Philadelphia, it was dead. It was a conversation, it was dead. And then for this to happen at 4.17 p.m. Eastern, 17 minutes after the thing, for two starting quarterbacks in the same conference, Sam Bradford and Nick Foles, to be swapped for each other, that one blew me away. The Jimmy Graham stuff, I knew the Saints were trying to deconstruct their team. Their salary cap problems were so bad, they were looking for anything to get out of that. And then with Haloti Nada in the Ravens, he was traded. I mean, they were going to probably release Haloti. So all this stuff made sense. That one was crazy. And then Revis at night, guys, I can't stress this enough. Yes, he's going to the Jets. The Jets are paying Darrell Revis not only more than any other team is going to pay Darrell Revis. Jets are playing more to Darrell Revis than I'm hearing – I'm talking tens of millions of dollars more than anyone's even considering paying Darrell Reeves. So you know that one didn't surprise me. The money surprised me. He gets $40 million guaranteed. guaranteed. He's a guy who's one injury away from never playing again. I mean, you think of Darrell Reeves, you think this guy's at, kind of at the end of his career. Yeah. Like, who's giving him $40 million guaranteed? The Jets, that's it. <laughs> the Jets. You know, and traded for Ryan Fitzpatrick today, which, uh, trust me, Ryan Fitzpatrick's not leading any Super Bowls, nor is Geno Smith. It, 
everyone's praising the Jets. They beefed up their their secondary. They got Revis. They got Buster Screen. They got Brandon Marshall. I I just don't know what the plan is there. And Revis for forty million dollars wow. guaranteed as a thirty year old cornerback who is basically covering the number two guy all season last year in New England. It's a very strange signing. Not a shocker. It's the Jets, but that money really. I mean, I'm not, it takes a lot to shock me. Money-wise, that was blowing me out of the water. Peter Schrager, thanks for joining us, and we can't wait to see you in person again. I'll make sure I have that twinkle in my eye. And uh, smile, Dan. Dan, it's okay. Life is great. You're living a good life. Just smile. You know what you need? And I, I hate to hijack this, but I've looked at Botticello's uh, Instagram. I've seen Muldowney's Instagram. These guys... They put out the persona of, I am happy, I am glorious, life is great. Just take a page out of that. That's yeah, we're true. living life. You so know what part of the problem is, Shregs? Toolsy is a Blackberry, no Instagram. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> and plus, those guys putting up a facade. I'm, I'm the real deal. That's Come on. true. That's Not true. even close. Shregs. Smile, Toolsy. Love you, boys. See Be you, good. buddy. Trigger Safe flight. Thank you. There he goes. Maybe that was bad getting He's like walking onto a plane. Traeger bomb. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not in the loudspeaker. If Shrek's is going to blow up a plane, that would be cool if he just blew it up by saying, <laughs> Traeger bombs. I just <laughs> picture him finishing the call in the middle of the plane. <laughs> Traeger bombs. <laughs> Traeger bombs. Uh, we're going to talk to Jeremy Taggart now. Yeah, he's hosting an event tonight. What? Big night for Taggart, yeah. Taggart, you on? What? Jeremy Taggart's hosting an event? What's happening? Hey, boys. <laughs> How are you, bud? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. What are you hosting tonight? What's going on? I'm hosting this thing called Hoser Palooza. Oh, my God. At the, uh, with Dave Bedini and Leia from July Talk. And uh, we're at uh, the Royal Cinema on College. Oh, Canadianity at its finest, boys. I love that Royal Love cinema. Bedini. What a guy that guy is. Bedini's a yeah, good guy. Yeah, we're going to play a bunch of clips of uh, old, like, uh, Canadian stuff. Everything from, like, uh, everything from uh, Gino Vanelli and Burton Cummings in, in uh, interviews to uh, Billy Van pitching stuff on the TV for stuff. I don't know if you remember, Billy Van was not just a brilliant musician slash artist slash actor slash comedian but he was also a great pitch man oh taggart i love that you're flying the canadianity flag so i am hard. rolling on Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> are you gonna play any walk with yan oh yeah walk with yan i i i uh i used to watch that every single day after school that was my treat to watch walk with yan to see what Apron he was wearing. Yeah, to just hear for, what kind of quip he could come up with. And for our American listeners, Sesame Street. Remember, he used to always call Sesame Seed Sesame Street. <laughs> oh yes, that was some classic Canadian. Yeah, right it there. was like a cooking show ahead of its time. Yan, he was the host, and he was just a classic. And everything was made in a walk. Yeah, always made it in a walk. And and this is where do you walk? Remember, he'd ask people, well, "Where do you walk? <laughs> like, where do you work?" Hey. The, walk, the walk of life. Hey, Taggart, did I hear correctly? They're making a Mr. Dress-Up movie? What? What? I heard, I saw this on Twitter yesterday the day before. They're making a Mr. Dress-Up movie. What? I'm, are they making a fucking... Are you serious? A maybe it was just, maybe it's just a, like a made-for-TV CBC movie. That would be the, the that, best. That would be amazing. Ernie Coombs, the man of... The man of that brought everybody, uh, figured every, uh, the kids out on how to draw. Yeah, how to he be was regular kid. He was a great artist. He had the tickle trunk. Sure, it yeah. was a little awkward when you talk about it now, but 
Uh, yeah, Mr. Dress-Up was a big part of all of our childhood. Uh, this past week, I really enjoyed it, Jeremy. You were uh, practically live-tweeting Weekend at Bernie's. What a movie. <laughs> I was. I was going back and forth. I, uh, you wanted to know when he died because it was so early. And that movie, that movie is so ridiculous. Like, the fact that he's, like, dead for so long and they act like it's no big deal. But what about Weekend Just, at Bernie's like, too, let's, Jeremy? Let's not call the cops so we can party for 12 hours. But Taggart, be the, the best part of that movie is when he first dies and all the people start arriving for the first party. If you listen to the conversations and the st in what they yell out to Bernie, that is the best part. Like, hey Bernie, party time! Alright, Bernie! You know what? what surprised me so much was like, okay, like how they painted out the typical CEO was like, okay, there's this High rolling guy, he's, uh, he's on cocaine all the time, and he's wheeling broads like nobody. <laughs> <is>. <laughs> and who are the who are the two uh, lug nuts? The guy who the guys who carted him around because they were in every movie in the yeah, 80s. They, they had that buddy, well, the uh, Zabalski looking guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's Jonathan Silverman. Yeah, and then Andrew McCarthy from Pretty in yeah. Pink. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Yes, and they had the guy from the Rainbow Boys, who was the, the googly-eyed gangster. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's right. What but, a uh, flick yeah, that was. Yeah, that's a classic film. I, I don't know why we're talking about that, but I, I, <laughs> other than that, I did live-tweet most of the beginning. That was fun. <laughs> okay, wait. Movie. Jeremy, you have to live-tweet Weekend at Bernie's 2 if that ever comes on. No, that... never. No, I don't have that. I don't, I've never seen that. That's a hilarious premise. That's a... <laughs> It's how a, do you? How is there a part two? Is he a corpse again? He is still a corpse, and I think it's just days later. I, somehow he doesn't smell. No, they go. Oh uh, they go to do voodoo in like Jamaica or something like that. Well, I don't know if you guys know, but yeah. my uncle John, a, poor uncle John, passed away a few weeks ago. We've I've, uh, we've talked about him in the past about his terrible joke. Oh, oh but, no! Uh, I'm sorry he had to hear the that. unfortunate passing of like not being like known about for a few days oh it was about oh. three or four days before he was found but it was definitely any more time than a couple of days and you're like you cannot do a part two of weekend to bernie right i tell you yeah no it, it the premise they were stretching it a bit if weekend at bernie's <laughs> wasn't stretching it alone then we i don't know how i just too. tied in my uncle's passing with <laughs> weekend at bernie here's what i know terrible. jeremy you are on fire this week is what what's happening you are hey gonna guys i gotta it. host this thing before i get kicked out boys okay go do it have a great time say hi to bedini for us hey tnt we got a good one we're, we're doing caladianity that's with an l we're, we're we're uh, celebrating the women of Canada. I love it. Check out uh, Taggart and Torrens, uh, iTunes, SoundCloud. Check it out. Thank you, buddy. Have a good time. Jeremy Taggart. Love you, boys. Have a great one. Canadian music legend. Uh, yeah, that, that, that movie still holds up to this day. <laughs> uh, does it? <laughs> Meanwhile, Dan's writing notes on the side of a Kleenex box. Yep. Well, we pretty nice of Mike Botticello to get you that. Yeah, here, is this weekend of Bernie's trailer? Is this the trailer? Is this the trailer? I brought that in. Oh, did you? Oh. This, this is the trailer. Did you see that? It's a key to Coke a safety problem. deposit box in St. Thomas. At the two million bucks at Lomax Stone. It's noted as a personal entry. Event. What does it mean? The only one who could get in is Bernie Lomax personally, and well, he's kind of dead right now. We, <laughs> we get the body. We go to St. Thomas. No. We take Bernie to the bank. So they're packing him up. Oh, they're putting him into a suitcase. They stole him from the morgue. And oh. heading for the island. That's not good. There it is. 
what they're about to discover. Raise this man from okay, the dead. Seen enough of that. Lead you to How did they do a sequel? And then when like the voodoo was whenever they played that song, that Jamaican song, he would he came like, to life yeah, again. and just start yeah. walking. <laughs> I kind of remember. Then, that. then he would walk in funny places. They'd have to go chase him down. It was wacky. The only one that has the combinations, Bernie Lomax. He's kind of dead right now. I'm Jonathan Silverman, the single guy. Hey, who's that good-looking guy? <laughs> the single guy. All right, that's the podcast. What it is? <laughs> no. Yeah, we got to run. We time. Nope, we got to go. That's it. Let's play. Oh. Yeah, let's play this. What a show it's been. This has been one of the best podcasts we've ever done. Jim, thanks for the Warren Zevon story. I love that. My pleasure. Oh, we'll be chatting with you. Thank oh, yeah, you. let's get all these. Uh, we want you guys to get Engineer get Jim to us on is Twitter. at Engineer underscore Jim. Holly Saunders, who's on the podcast, at Holly underscore Saunders with an O S O N D E R S. Uh, Vader's on Twitter. M V A Y D. It's a horrible Twitter handle. <laughs> Pat Muldowney's at, on Twitter, at Pat Muldowney. And Micklehouse, at Micklehouse, that's Mike. Uh, P. Shrags, at P. Shrags, S-C-H, R-A-G-S. Follow the J and Dan podcast, at J and A-N-D pod. And Jeremy Taggart is at T-A-G-G-A-R-7. And don't forget Katie Nolan as well, at Katie Nolan. At Garbage Time. And at Garbage Time. Oh, they, 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 they've got their own Twitter handle, too. Yeah. Katie Nolan. <laughs> Make sure you let us know what you want done with lilsketch.com. Yes, and uh, we'd also like Lil to get... Sketch. Lil Sketch. We'd also like to get from you, the listener and viewer, suggestions for the next edition of Real Band Fake Band with Dan O'Toole. Cashmere Cat. Send us your suggestions for fake band names. That's what we want from you. Fake band names. Don't tag Dan on it. Yeah. Just send it to at Pod. And where can people find this song? At the, uh, the Hexdolls. Yeah, at, at the the bandcamp.com. There you go. Yes. Just go to their right. uh, their Twitter. Uh, go Just to follow the Google them on Twitter. search the Hex, at the Hexdolls. You'll find their, it. I'll tweet it out from the podcast. Perfect. Uh, we really appreciate your support and the fact that you guys listen. Thank you so much. And uh, have a terrific week, everybody. Way to go, the Hexdolls. Nice work. Yeah. So long, my time here is up. <laughs> They're going home. So long, my time here is up.